Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All business from Brooklyn, even after a terrible, terrible start to the game, they come roaring out of the gates against one of the worst teams in the league in the Houston Rockets that have seen their season go every which way and then some. And the Nets recover and win by the score of 120 to 108. And the Nets are able to overcome the loss of James Harden, so you hope that there's nothing serious there. Big night for Kyrie Irving. And good minutes again from Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's been better than I thought. Now, I wouldn't expect much come playoff time. I think there are only... Certain matchups that he is going to work out well in. But, you know, you wanted to see if he had anything left to give. I think in limited playing time, short spurts, he has shown you now, as long as the body holds up, that he can give you some good minutes. Now, before we get to all the baseball, what a brutal loss for the Knicks. Brutal, brutal, brutal loss for the Knicks. The Knicks have done a wonderful job all year of beating the teams they're supposed to be. That's what they've done constantly throughout 2020 into 2021. This was shaping up to be a comfortable rocking chair type of game taking on the brutal Minnesota Timberwolves. Had a big lead. Up by as many as 17. Up big in the fourth quarter. Only to see Minnesota come storming back and finding a way to win this game by point. And listen, Randall and Barrett have been so good in a lot of these games down the stretch. I know you're going to look at Julius Randall's stat line 11 for 20, and it was terrific. I mean, you're going to take over 50%. You're going to take 26 and 12. In the fourth quarter of this game, I I thought Randall took a lot of bad shots and had a whole lot of terrible misses. You could say the same thing about R.J. Barrett. You look at R.J. Barrett's stat line tonight, and it's really good. 8-17, 8-17, 3-4 from 3, 23, like that. that's all good. But in the fourth quarter of this game, Barrett and Randall were not good enough. You need your big players to bring it home. And against the team that is 12-36 on the year, you cannot get outscored by 12 points in the fourth quarter. That cannot happen. If you're going to be a team that's not playing in that quote-unquote plan, yeah, the expectations have gone up a little bit here. They've gone up. Things have changed. 
You want to have a better record maybe than Charlotte. You want to have a better record than Miami. You want to hold off Atlanta and Boston and Indiana and Chicago. Because I think all of those teams will end up being in. Like the Knicks are going to be in, I think, at this point. But it's a question of where exactly are they going to be. And I'd much rather see the Knicks as the top six seed as opposed to the idea of them being in that playing tournament that begins on May the 18th. I don't want to be in that playing tournament. I would have signed for it probably at the beginning of the year, but things change. This is probably their worst loss of the season. I don't think I'm exaggerating by saying that. The Timberwolves stink. You had a big lead, and then you just completely fell apart in the fourth quarter. Tough out. And it's a tough out knowing that you have some tougher games coming up on the schedule. So, good night for the Nets. You hope everything's okay with Harden. Bad night. Real bad night for the Knickerbockers. Falling to the 500 mark and losing to the T-Wolves. Now, I am not going to let this hideous Nick loss get in the way of what my overall mood is thinking about tomorrow. Because I'm amped. I'm psyched. I am fired up to watch the New York Yankees and the New York Mets go and play baseball in games that count. It's not spring training. Grapefruit League is over. And you will see the Yankees at 1 o'clock taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. And you will see the New York Mets in frigid 7 o'clock temperatures in Washington. And yes, A-Rod will be on hand in case you were wondering. With the Mets taking on the Washington Nationals. It's great to have baseball back in our lives. And, you know, to me, the thing that's so great about baseball, night after night after night, your team is with you. They're with you on good days. They're with you on bad days. They are with you through thick and thin. And last year, listen, it was a miserable strange, messed up sort of year. So obviously the baseball is going to be down the list as far as that goes. I get all that. We didn't have full baseball season. Think about it. All April, all May, all June, and most of July. You didn't have the ability to watch your team on a night in and night out basis. And I miss that. I miss that idea of being able to turn the page with the team that you love. You know when they're going to be on. 7 o'clock, 1 o'clock feels like night after night after night. So as we get ready for the 2021 season, I haven't lost sight of that. It also helps matters in town when both teams have a chance to be really good. The expectations, I'd say, from a Yankee and Mets standpoint, are probably the highest they've been collectively since 2009. I'm talking about both teams now. Because when the Yankees were good, the Mets were not. Then the Mets went to the World Series in 15 and 16. Listen, the expectations were minimal from a Yankee standpoint. And I I don't think people were overly optimistic in 17, 
18, 19, or last year. Because it was the shortened year and you had a couple of bad breaks for the Mets. I think some people took the Met expectations and threw them completely out of whack last year. This year, however, I think these expectations are quite reasonable. Both teams are loaded when you look at each of these rosters. The Mets, and I know right now he still hasn't signed. Francisco Lindor was brought to this team. At some point, you'll have Carlos Carrasco back. You added Taewon Walker. You added back Marcus Stroman. You're going to have a lineup that scores a lot of runs. You have a pretty deep rotation. You're going to get Syndergaard back in the second half of the year. And I think you are much better positioned to go to war and go to battle in this National League East than what you were a season ago. Last year, the Mets were not ready to play in this division. They weren't on par with the Atlanta Braves. They struggled with the Miami Marlins. They were kind of in the same boat as the Phillies and the Nationals. Listen, they had the ultimate hangover year. After a World Series, 60-game season, they didn't really give a hoot. Good for them. When you have a year like they did in 2019, you're a lot. But look at all five of these teams in the National League East. They all can play. The Braves are still the team to beat. I know the Mets are better. I expect the Mets to be far more on a level playing field with Atlanta. Atlanta's still a better team. And Atlanta has beaten the Mets like a drum each of the last three years. So the Mets got to show me they can go look the Braves in the eye and beat them in games that matter. I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation. Mets got to show me they can beat the Braves. But I think the Nationals will be much improved. I think the Phillies will be spunky, assuming that their bullpen is decent. They're very top-heavy team, the Phillies. But I would have an expectation going into the year that the New York Mets should be playing in the postseason. And if they're not playing in the postseason, I think it's a bitter disappointment. I don't want to hear about the division. I don't want to hear about the Braves. I don't want to hear that there are only five playoff teams. I don't want to hear about no DH. The Mets should be on paper one of the five best teams in the National League. Good enough to win the World Series? That remains to be seen. Good enough to win the division? That remains to be seen. They're one of the five best teams in the National League. Get to the postseason. Now, on the other side of town with the New York Yankees, look, getting to the postseason, it's kind of old hat. Every year since 2017, the Yankees have been a part of the tournament. But in each of those years, 17, 18, 19, 20, four straight, four bitter playoff exits, the Yankees are now over. And I think they have been for a while now. That sort of honeymoon phase that you had maybe in 2017, that maybe you had to some extent in 2018 with the amount of young players. The Judge rise, the Torres rise, the Sanchez rise. I know he's not here for the first half, but Severino, like you fell in love with that team. I know I did. Now it's time to win. Because I'm sick and tired, and I think most Yankee fans listening right now would feel me on this. You're sick and tired of seeing your team get to the postseason and fall short in the postseason. Year after year after year after year.
And I know it wasn't a blockbuster offseason for the Yankees. They did the most important order of business, bringing back my guy DJ LeMayu. We will see how Corey Kluber and Jamison Tyon handle wearing the Yankee pinstraps. We'll see if Domingo Herman can overcome his self-inflicted adversity and be the guy he was two years ago. Call me crazy. I think the Yankees starting rotation has got a chance to be pretty good. I'm concerned about the bullpen going into the year. No Britain. Wilson out. I think they're going to need some answers there. Going to have to get some guys back. But over the course of 162 games, they're going to maul their opponents. The lineup is deep. It's loaded. It wears pitchers out. And it's going to be fun to watch. I hope we have a full summer and fall of watching Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton drop bombs. I really do. Because since those two guys have been put together, they haven't had a full year amongst the two where both have been on the field. Now, is that pretty crazy to think about or what? Hasn't happened. Maybe this will be the year. They're going to miss a few games here and there. I can't have them both out for 80, 90 games. That has hurt the Yankees the way I see it when they have been trying to ramp it up and get ready for the postseason. I want this team humming going into October. Lineup, pitching, everything where it needs to be. And I look up and down the American League. It's there for the taking. Last year's American League champion, Tampa Bay Rays, they're pesky. They will not go down quietly. They're also not as good. No Morton. No Snell. I think there are a lot of questions about the Blue Jays. They're improved. They're going to score a ton of runs. How are they get anybody out? The White Sox, they're good. They also just lost Eloy Jimenez basically for the year. It's a big blow to their lineup. The Twins never win in the postseason. The A's never win in the postseason. The Astros just lost George Springer and won't have Justin Verlander anytime soon. Time is now for the Yankees and Aaron Boone to get to a World Series. Because if not in 2021, it's fair to wonder with this group, with this core, then when? So, Nick's kind of put me in a sour mood, but the idea of one o'clock, Yankee Stadium, Garrett Cole on the mound against Hung Jin Ryu. Rocking my aviators and my Yankee jacket and my mask at Yankee Stadium once again. Put a smile on my face. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.